This week on the Tech Night Out Live, we've got lots of stuff to talk about with Apple. Whether, as some people are saying, Apple is in disarray because of the problem or alleged problem with iCloud and leaked nude pictures of celebrities. We've got Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer, Jeff Carlson of Tidbits. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Okay, Jeff, a story comes up that... Nude pictures of certain celebrities like Jennifer Lawrence have leaked online. One artist said they deleted it years ago, and it was online still. Now, before we even go on with what might have happened, the big question I have is, are these people just plain dumb? I don't want to say dumb, because... uh, Yes, you do. Well, no, I I actually want to be nice, and I want to be fair. And, and I know that probably comes as a big shock since I haven't had a chance to sit down and, and talk with these people and find out exactly how they were protecting their photos. I don't know if they were being dumb, if, uh, if they were ignorant, if someone had misled them into thinking that, that their content was more secure than it was. It, it could be that they just had bad passwords and never addressed that issue. Regardless of what their mental capacity was, they, man, they got kind of screwed because it sure looks like someone very specifically targeted these people and were doing what they could to hack into those specific accounts. And I don't think that all these photos came from iCloud. I know many of them did because we've had confirmation from from some of the victims. I, I'm thinking that there are pictures that, that were culled from other sources too. I think part of the problem here is that people haven't learned what it means to secure your stuff. Let's forget about the propriety of putting one's personal photos online, especially revealing ones. They don't know about having a secure password. Now, let me give you an example of of how this plays out. I was watching a TV police procedural the other day, and there's always a computer hacker. The computer hacker in the precinct is one of the officers, and she is talking back and forth with her fellow officers and saying, well, I've tried all these passwords. I tried the name of the pet and then name of the kid or something like that. And someone says, okay, how about the name of the boyfriend? Now, the assumption here is that passwords will always be something that these people know, and therefore anyone who knows them or can look up their information online, which is the case of a celebrity, will be able to figure out in two seconds. You know, in some cases, I'm sure that's exactly what happens. In the case of a of a police procedural drama, of course that's what it's going to be because they need to have a plot device to move the story along. And, and they only have 43 minutes. Right. So they so they have to be able to, to guess the password very quickly. Otherwise, you have a, a pretty monotonous show as they sit there and just run a, a brute force attack on the password to see if they can finally figure out what it is. 
Now, define for our listeners what brute force means. And it doesn't mean Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, beating down your computer. <laughs> or maybe it does. Now he's going to play the villain in the movie Shazam, which is based on that Captain Marvel character where young Billy Batson says Shazam and becomes the world's mightiest mortal. You don't remember that. Actually, I'm big time into comic books, so I totally know Shazam and Captain Marvel. And I'm really curious to see what they do with, with this property because I'm I'm leery about DC's ability to to bring us quality superhero movies. We have to look to Marvel for those right now. But I digress. I, I like Man of Steel. And if you want to know about Captain Marvel, rent a copy of the original 1941 Captain Marvel serial with Tom Tyler playing Captain Marvel, and he looked like the character. And up until that time in the next 20, 30 years, it had the best flying scenes of any movie. It was in black and white. It was, I think, a much better representation of Captain Marvel than the the Saturday morning version. That was, what was that? Was That was in the 70s, wasn't it? You notice I didn't mention it. Oh, well... Maybe no one noticed that I did. Shh. Okay. Getting back to the point, though, let's kind of go back to the core of this. The fact of the matter is that most people, famous or not, aren't paying attention to security, and they need a lesson. And maybe we should give it to them because Apple was asked to investigate this, and Apple said it's not a security link with iCloud. And then there's the issue of brute force. What does brute force mean in terms of getting internet passwords. Okay, so so in this case, what it means is that you, you have typically an application that runs through all different types of, of letter and number and character combinations trying to guess what your password is. And so it's a process of elimination because each time it tries a new password and it doesn't work, well, that's that's one less combination to try. And so it'll just keep running and running until it comes across the correct combination that is your password. And at that point, they now have access to your account. I understand here, most services, they have a system where if you try the password four or five times, you're locked out. You have the option to request a new password, but then you have to answer personal questions. But Apple's Find My iPhone system did not have brute force enabled. It was enabled later, and Apple said that wasn't the problem. And uh, the fact that it wasn't enabled from the beginning, I think, is a uh, horrible oversight on Apple's part. And regardless of whether or not Find My iPhone played a role in this at all, and honestly, I'm inclined to believe Apple because at this point, if they were to lie about any problems with their own infrastructure that could have led to to, uh, the hackers getting in and stealing photos – that would be very bad because that will come out eventually. So I think Apple is just being totally upfront about all this and and they want to make sure that that they fly the straight and narrow on all the results or excuse me, answers. So I think I think they're being truthful. But um, even still, find my iPhone, unlimited password attempts, that's just ridiculous that they had allowed that to even happen at all. What were they thinking? But in this case, I agree with you. The problem was due to these particular performers having less secure passwords. And understand, once again, it's not you, it's not me. If you're a famous person among the rich and famous, people are always looking at your personal affairs. They're always looking at your Internet accounts. 
Whatever you do will be watched by the paparazzi, by the computer hackers. So you are a target. And once again, an agent, someone has to sit down with every one of these entertainers and say, number one, if you're going to take pictures like that, and you really shouldn't, unless you want people to know about what you look like in the altogether, you know, don't do it. But if you're going to do it, don't put it in the cloud. Protect yourself. Learn what two-factor authentication is, and we'll explain that in a moment. But just be careful, for heaven's sake. Yeah, you know, my, my feeling on the photos is if, uh, if you're comfortable with how your body looks and you want to take photos of yourself naked, have at it. And if you have someone that, uh, that you trust enough and is important enough to you that you want to share those photos with, great. Figure out a way that, that you can share those photos that minimizes your risk of bad guys stealing them. And, uh, and it would be the same thing in, in your own home. Like if I, if I wanted to take Polaroids of myself and then, and then invite friends over to look at them. And this suddenly just sound, started to sound a little creepy, but that's not how I mean it. And, but I had a stack of these, of these uh, Polaroid photographs just sitting around in my own home. I wouldn't leave them on the coffee table. I would find a place to secure them so that if someone were to break in my home, that they would be far less likely to find them. Definitely, because it's not just having somebody break into your online account. It is somebody who is in your home, somebody who just happens to see something, or maybe someone comes in there and they are delivering a package, or they say they're delivering a package. Oh, can I make a phone call? My smartphone's dead. Or maybe I could take a trip to the bathroom. And then your attention is diverted and they look around. We'll look around at this, and then we'll be back with Jeff Gambit of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Mike Stennerson for Midas Resources. At no time in history have precious metals been more important, certainly not in my 22 years in the industry. The dollar has lost over 90% of its value in the last 60 years. No fiat currency has ever survived the government printing presses. Ours is not immune. The time is now to be proactive. 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Anything tied to the dollar is at risk. CDs, annuities, 401ks, IRAs, stocks, bonds, you name it, so decide. Do you want to leave a legacy of wealth or debt for your family? The choice is yours. Call me at 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. That's 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Be proactive, not reactive. Call 1-800-686-2237. 
2237, extension 116. We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document? Worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average over 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE. 855-340-7283. Results will vary from case to case. September is National Preparedness Month, so make it a September to remember by getting your emergency food supply from the Freeze-Dry Guy. On sale this month, our 2014 Stew Butter and Potatoes Unit. You'll get one number 10 can each of high-quality Mountain House Chicken Stew, vegetable stew with beef, pilot crackers, plus the highest-quality dehydrated ABC stew, butter and potatoes for a total of 160 one-half cup servings. Retail value $161.41, but not this month. The Freeze-Dry Guy offers the 2014 Stew Butter and Potatoes Unit for only $123. 93 save over $37 plenty of protein veggies carbs for energy and tasty hearty storable food with a shelf life of over 25 years call 866-404-3663 free shipping to the lower 48 states click freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663 that's freezedryguy.com hurry the national preparedness month sale and september 30th from the freeze dry guy the finest freeze dried and dehydrated foods available anywhere for long-term storage We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Now, the other issue here is another feature that is offered by a lot of online services, banks, even Apple, two-factor authentication, Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. What, pray tell, is that? Okay, so two-factor authentication is a system where instead of simply entering a password to gain access to an account, you have a secondary step that goes along with this. And, and depending on how it's set up, it could be that when you go to log in, you have to have like a short-term code that you also have to enter and that comes from some device that you carry that generates the codes. Maybe it's a text message that's sent to you from the service. And then this can also apply to, to resetting passwords. So in Apple's case and, and Google is the same way. If you are using two-factor authentication and you go to change your account password, then you are sent a special code to whatever device you specify. So in this case, we'll say your iPhone. 
once you have that code and it's a time limited code, you then have to enter that as well. And once you've done that, then you can change your password. And the idea being that the device that you are having this extra code sent to is something that's in your control. So no one else could request a password change, intercept your email, and then change your password from there. They have to have that extra code that comes to whatever other device you're having it sent to. Of course, someone can get both devices and then you're in trouble. Now, some years ago, though, I remember having this with a business bank account I had where they gave me the login information and a little security card that constantly, like every minute or two, presented an updated number. It was registered with my account. So Mm -hmm. I'd enter my online login information, then I had to take the security card and enter the other information. This is a common way these things are used. Of course, if you get the card, you know, that's half the battle. But still, it is more secure than just one factor, the password, nothing else. Right. And realistically, if someone gets a hold of your devices, they get a hold of your iPhone, they get a hold of your computer and get a hold of your your special PIN card that's generating codes. At that point, all bets are off because they now have the devices and time is on their side. And so they, they can use all different types of methods to try and extract information from your devices. The assumption there is that if they have all that stuff, they'll get in there. I think right. if anybody tries hard enough outside of the NSA or the federal government or any government, anyone who tries hard enough with your devices, if they get more than one, they're going to break in, folks. Just expect it. Sure. Yeah. And if you happen to be in the mix as well, meaning they take your devices and they take you, now you have a new type of brute force attack. And this is the brute force attack where they say, tell me your password or I break your arm. And they mean it. And that's a very effective way to uh, gain access to someone's devices because people don't like being hurt and they'll hand over passcodes. Well, unless you're like James Bond or something. Okay, us mere mortals are more likely to hand over our passcodes than risk serious bodily injury. James Bond, yeah, that's different. He'll, he'll take it and, uh, and he won't give up the passcodes, but he's James Bond. Well, Casino Royale, the villain was played by the same guy who plays Hannibal on NBC TV. So you figured, well, if James Bond didn't give him the information he wanted, he'd just eat him. There's that too. And maybe he could get the password simply by digesting it. All right. Now, there are ways to get secure passwords. Apple has iCloud Keychain, which suggests passwords for you. I know that the software we use for our web server, cPanel, When you set up a new account, email or otherwise, it can suggest a password for you. And cPanel is used by lots of web hosts. A lot of the major web hosts, Namecheap and a number of others, use cPanel. And that way, you don't have to depend on your password being good. They'll come up with something that's pretty decent. And then you have ways of storing multiple passwords. So you have iCloud Keychain. You also have 1Password. You have other products that do that. Right. And uh, both iCloud Keychain and uh, 1Password will generate complex passwords for you if you let them. Exactly. And we mean by complex passwords. I won't read a suggested password in case I use it later. But believe me, it's not something that will occur commonly. At the very least, it's going to be mixed upper lowercase characters, numbers, things like that. Any 
complex combination that can't be made to spell out a word gives you a higher step of security. And some systems where you set passwords, they'll give them a rating. Poor, fair, medium, excellent. So at least you know what you're doing is right. So there we go sure. with that. Now, the question, I guess, here is that all this happened at the time with the celebrity nude photos that we have the fix for brute force attacks with Find My iPhone. Then we have a five and a half hour iTunes outage. So some members of the media were saying, boy, Apple's in trouble now. They're going to have this major announcement this coming week. Apple's stock price went down. Did it all come together at the wrong time? Well, regardless of what caused everything to come together when it did, the timing certainly was bad for Apple. Because, yeah, we have the big announcements coming up on September 9th, and we know, based on what we were shown at Worldwide Developer Conference, that Apple's cloud services are going to play an important role in this whole thing because we'll be changing to a system where all of your photos that you're capturing, say, with your iPhone, get stored in iCloud as opposed to just photos that that you choose to include in your photo stream. So that uh, that raises the potential to have a lot more of your personal life in Apple's hands. And so if if end users are suddenly in a position where they don't feel they can trust that service, then that's going to make it very difficult for Apple to get people to adopt iOS 8 when it rolls out, to adopt OS 10 Yosemite when it rolls out, to use the iCloud service at all. And uh, yeah, and th- and that's not good. So we have the trust issue. Then we also have the the whole thing with Samsung making their product announcements on a, a Wednesday, I believe it was. And so they've rolled out or they've announced a new smartwatch and, and, and several other things. And those devices can take away from Apple's message and their very well-orchestrated hype leading up to their media event. So, yeah, we we have several things happening. And while it may all be coincidence, it also kind of feels like maybe not. Okay, let's push into that conclusion. One of our readers on TechNightOwl.com came up with a similar conclusion that this is a dirty trick. It's all happening at the same time. And could it be that some company with lots of money put up some hackers to do it this week? get the attention away from Apple's good stuff and draw attention to the bad things. At the same time, Samsung is introducing new products. I wouldn't say it's Samsung's fault, but that was the issue that was presented. Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer probably doesn't think so either. And he'll tell us more on the other side of the Tech Night Out Live. GCN, proudly sponsored by UnseenNow.com. Find out how to stop Big Brother in his tracks at UnseenNow.com. This is GCN. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TechNightOwl for a special discount. 
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Moms of America, stand up and stop taking abuse from your kids. I pledge never to let my kid disrespect me ever again. I pledge to stop letting my daughter walk all over me. I pledge to stop living in fear of my son's anger. I pledge never to feel like a bad parent ever again. Because I'm not. I pledge to stop letting my child's behavior control my home. I pledge to be a mom with kids who listen. A total transformation mom. I'm Janet Lehman, co-creator of the Total Transformation Program. We created the Total Transformation to help parents with difficult child behavior. Now I'm giving it away free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. Call now. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right, General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right, that's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows you can't afford to wait so call 866-91-STEEL lock in your price now call 866-91-STEEL that's 866-917-8335 we all know that berkey water purification systems are the most trusted name in water filtration as an authorized berkey dealer for over six years in serving thousands of satisfied customers the berkey guy offers amazing specials for berkey water filtration systems the berkey light systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine pathogenic bacteria cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides order the berkey light system today complete with two black berkey elements for only 231 dollars and the berkey guy will ship your order free of charge with the purchase of a berkey light the berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only 39.99 that's over 30 percent off the retail price call the berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653 that's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com that's goberkey.com today Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. We have Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. We're talking about Apple's week of woe. 
where they had the brute force attack problems with Find My iPhone that were fixed. We had the release of celebrity nude photos. We had the iTunes outage. And we wondered if at least some part of it, like the brute force attacks, like the release of those photos, may have been orchestrated by one of Apple's competitors to draw attention away from next week's announcements. Then we have the new stuff from Samsung. Now, I looked at one particular product there, the Galaxy Note Edge, 5.6 inches. And the screen extends to the edges. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm reading an email, and the last two letters are on the side of the screen. I have to turn to the side to read it. Who thought of this dumb idea? (laughs) That's kind of a question that answers itself. See, Samsung has this this, uh, way of throwing a bunch of features together and then stepping back to see what sticks. And in some cases, I don't think they really consider exactly how a feature will be used or what's the best way to implement a feature. And so you get something like this where you have where you have part of the screen in a position where your hand will obscure it. So the the value, the benefit that comes from having a screen that goes edge to edge on the device is suddenly lost because now you have the, the whole actual physical implementation where your hand is in the way. And, and here it's not just edge to edge, it's over the edge, which in Samsung's case is over the brink, off the cliff. Jumping the shark. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a, that's a pretty good way to put it because it, yeah, it wraps around the edge a little bit, and those screen edges where that text is going to be is under your your fingertips and thumb, unless they choose in apps like that to push margins in so that the text doesn't go all the way to the edge. And if that's the case, why do you have a screen that that goes all the way to the edge and wraps around a little bit? It's on the edge of reality. That's what I think. But whatever they did, they did. And I still think, though, that the furor is dying down over whatever happened to Apple this week. And by the way, Facebook had an outage and some other services. Tumblr, I believe, had an outage. It wasn't just Apple. Regardless, by next week, I guess on Tuesday, and you might not hear this show until Tuesday, so whatever we say will be outdated. Tim Cook could say in a few moments, we do everything we can to make iCloud secure, but you need to know that you have to protect yourself with secure passwords and two-factor authentication. Say something for about a minute that makes it clear that he's aware of the problem and there are ways to get around it and protect yourself. Then get on with the good stuff. My guess is that if Tim Cook does something like that, instead of presenting it as, hey, you know, you, you guys really need to have secure passwords and, and here's a couple tips for making sure your data is safe. He will spin it as your privacy is important to us. Here's what we're doing to help make sure your information is safe and, uh, and then list the things that, that they have in place and then what you do along with that as the end user to make sure that that your data is secure as possible. So and so it will come across more like uh, like here's no, better way to say it. Tim will find a way to put a positive spin on that message. What we can learn from this. I don't know. What we can learn from this is don't take nude photos and if you're going to take nude photos, 
Don't stick them on a memory card. Use film. Whatever happened to film? <laughs> well, maybe it's going to make a comeback for, uh, for selfies. All right. Jennifer Lawrence, if you're listening, and there are a bunch of others, I forget the names, and it doesn't matter. I haven't looked for their photos. Believe me. I mean, they might look great. I don't know. You know, good for you. I have not looked for their photos either. And, uh, and, and actually, I urge anyone that has not gone looking for the photos, don't, because it's none of your business. This was their personal life, and it was stolen. And we don't have a right to go and look at someone's stolen photographs simply because someone thought that it would be cool to take them. Of course, the other thing you can do if you're going to do anything is they have this now, and they were asking us to participate at GCN. This ALS campaign where you get yourself dunked with water. Oh, yeah, the ice bucket challenge. The ice bucket challenge. And they had Superman, of course, that's Henry Cavill, wearing his uniform doing it with Lois Lane, all in costume and everything. And they dunked her a couple of times, but he's Superman. They just kept pouring the water on him over and over again. There's a video of it, by the way. So there you yes, go. I'm not going to do it. You know, I really like how Patrick Stewart did it. Uh, I, I think you know what he said, by the way, video. before they did it, he said, engage. <laughs> yeah. H- have you ha- have you actually seen Patrick's video? I haven't. No. Well, uh, I'll, I'll describe it very quickly. So he's he writes a check at the beginning of the video and then he gets a big bucket filled with ice and sets it down in front of himself and then he takes tongs, pulls out a couple pieces of ice, drops them into a tumbler, pours some bourbon into it, and then takes a sip of the bourbon. So he wrote the check to support ALS research. And then instead of pouring ice on himself, he used it to make his drink. He's and got I, a sense of humor. You know, there is a selfie out there with most of the cast of Star Trek Next Generation. And they're all looking happy because I think they all like each other, you know? And Mm -hmm. then they've got William Shatner in the same picture. Okay? So you've got, of course, Jean-Luc Picard in number one and everybody, Jordi LaForge. Okay, Brent Spiner, Data. Everyone's on there. And Mm -hmm. Captain Kirk is there, and they're looking happy, and he's looking glum. I wonder about that. Did you see that? I did see that photo, and I really wanted to look at it closer because, uh, because my first thought was that the whole thing was photoshopped and someone just took different shots of each of the actors and put them all together like that. Um, and, uh, and, and if they did, well, it's still a fun photo and, uh, and probably makes a, a really good statement because you have all those actors happy together and William Shatner looking a little put out. Well, you think about the fact that other than Leonard Nimoy, most of the other players on the original Star Trek hated him. That's that's true, and uh, and he didn't make any friends when uh, when he was filming the movies. And Next Generation was was being shot at the same time. There, there's a story that Will Wheaton tells about, and Will Wheaton played Wesley Crusher. And so there's a story that Will Wheaton tells about how start one of the Star Trek movies was filming, and he just so wanted to meet William Shatner. So he was taken over to the set, the bridge set that was being used for the, for the movie. And was, and he was in his, his Star Trek space boy costume. So everyone is in Star Trek costumes 
he he's introduced to William Shatner and Shatner was just a horrible jerk to him and ended up making him cry. And, uh, and the next generation cast was so angry that they all were ready to go back across the lot and uh, take on Shatner by themselves. But uh, what ended up happening was Gene Roddenberry pulled Shatner aside and said, you're going to write an apology to Will Wheaton and, uh, and you're done being a jerk to people on my sets. There you and, go. And he did. He wrote, the, he wrote the apology. That makes sense. He still hasn't made up with George Takai yet, though. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen either. Just a hunch. Not in our lifetime will it happen. But there you go, because that's not logical. All right, let's get back to some more things about Apple. So Apple's going to have all these announcements next week, and we really should look at them in detail about what we might expect, especially the possible one more thing predicted by a Recode columnist that might relate to the expected Apple wearable. That's a tongue twister. Expected Apple wearable. Mm -hmm. All right? Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com is here. So am I, Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Next to water and food, you need a safe, storable fuel supply for your preparedness needs. Spare fuel is the answer. Spare fuel can be used in any gas-powered vehicle or generator. Spare fuel is perfect for any unforeseen out-of-gas emergencies. Unlike gasoline, spare fuel is safe to store with your other supplies, and it can be stored for many years. Go to GetSpareFuel.com for special pricing. That's GetSpareFuel.com. We've been patiently waiting. Waiting while you tried to ignore us. Waiting while you acted like we didn't exist. Waiting for our chance to be taken seriously. The wait is over. GCN is available 24-7 at GCNlive.com. Navigate through news from your favorite hosts and download archives of past shows. Download the app on your smartphone or tablet or visit GCNlive.com for instant access and live streaming. GCNlive.com, the future of talk radio. Now at your fingertips. Hi, my name is Scott Fuchs, teacher and rowing coach for over 14 years. I was sluggish, overweight, on prescription drugs, and only 30-something. Fortunately, I was referred to Dr. Z, and happy to say Dr. Z's all-natural protocols over a consistent course resolved my health issues. I'm in the best shape of my life, and most importantly, on zero medications. I'm Dr. Zdanowski, author of Evology. 
trained as a primary care physician, surgical manipulation under anesthesia, expert in nutrition, diet, weight loss, immune system, and I specialize in chiropractic. My 15 years of professional experience has taught me the four keys to vibrant health, a balanced muscular skeletal system, an integrated nervous system, a flowing lymphatic system, and a body filled with over 90 essential nutrients. This has been a secret too long. Actualize your potential, reverse disease. Call me, Dr. Z. 201-945-1177-201-945-1177, evolveyourself.com. If you need to say happy birthday, happy anniversary, thank you, or simply I'm thinking of you, proflowers.com is the key. Proflowers has stunning bouquets, like the best-selling 100 blooms for $19.99. Plus, Proflowers will include a glass vase for free. Sending someone a wonderful surprise of beautiful flowers sent fresh from the field is easy. Choose the bouquet you like, pick the delivery date, and each order is 100% guaranteed. Plus, all bouquets from Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last at least seven full days. Beautiful, fragrant flowers, picked fresh and sent to your loved one for lasting enjoyment. To get this incredible savings and send someone 100 gorgeous blooms with a free vase for $19.99, Go to proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the top right corner, and enter code PLOW. That's proflowers.com. Click the mic and enter code PLOW. Do you know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observers here a little bit later. We're going to have another Jeff. We have the Jeff and Jeff show this week. We'll have Jeff Carlson. Give Jeff a hug for me. He's awesome. I will tell him that. And awesome. I'm sure he'll give you a hug back. Let's get back to the story here. Okay, we'll get back to what Apple might introduce in terms of the next iPhone in a moment. But the rumor has it that there will be at least a launch or a demonstration of something that we call iWatch. Now, every few days I read about the smartwatch du jour, and they're all big, ugly, geeky things, although some look like watches. But I think here, and you can take whatever opinion you want, if Apple is going to get into the space, they're going to want to make something that's also a fashion statement. Of course. I mean, a lot of people buy watches not because it tells time. It's not practical it looks good. Does a Rolex, which costs, what, thousands of dollars, or the watch that Brian Chaffin has over there, he's got a watch worth about five, $6,000. Brian's watch doesn't tell time better than my guest watch, which costs $100, but it makes a fashion statement. So Apple's yes, got to do that, does. right? Yeah, yeah, of course. They, they will make a fashion statement, and you need look no further than every other product they make. The MacBook Pro, the MacBook Air, the iPhone, iPad, uh, all of these devices make a fashion statement. They will do the same with whatever their wearable product is, whether it goes on our wrist or they have some other way of attaching it to us. Yes, it's going to make a statement, and it's going to look good. That's all there is to it. Did, did you see the, uh, the reports that came out from the Wall Street Journal on Wednesday? 
where they started talking about the iWatch and uh, and that they they had someone on Apple's iWatch design team that was giving them information. This is where they always say it comes from informed sources or something. Right, but they were very specific. They said the informed source was someone on Apple's iWatch design team and someone that speaks with with uh, Jonathan Ive directly. And, and we know Apple approved that. It wouldn't get into the paper otherwise. That's my assumption, that uh, that this was uh, a tactical move on Apple's part. And I think it, it may very well play in to damage control for ever, for all the fallout with the with the iCloud thing and and uh, and Samsung's announcements. So yeah, so the source in Apple confirmed that the iWatch is happening, and then the Wall Street Journal did a follow up report where they started listing off details about the iWatch. So it went from we have someone on Apple's design team for the iWatch telling us these things to here are details about the products. So we're talking about multiple sizes and a curved surface, a sapphire glass surface for the face and, uh, and you know, just rattling off different details about the products. And, uh, and I found that to be very fascinating because I am uh, – uh, I'll say I'm 95% certain that all this information is legit and accurate and that it all came directly from Apple. Tell our listeners who don't read the Wall Street Journal and understand if you go online, you might get an article or two, but you're expected to pay for it. Right. And, uh, and, and actually, I misspoke. I believe the initial report about the, the, the Apple employee talking, that was New York Times, I'm pretty sure. But the other piece was Wall Street Journal. So the deal is if you're stuck outside of the paywall – then you won't be able to see the pieces. But uh, yeah, so it looks like what happened was Apple uh, very strategically started feeding information to the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, both reputable news sources when it comes to early information about Apple products. And I believe, although I don't have anyone that will confirm this for me, but I believe that the information that the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and Recode and uh, and a few other news sources get ahead of Apple product launches where, where they start leaking things ahead of time, I do believe all that information comes directly from Apple. Okay. So it's going to be available in two sizes. But right. they're small sizes. The sizes I read are less than two inches, which means it won't be near as big as some of these other smartwatches out there. Of course, they are overwhelming. So we expect whatever Apple's going to do is going to be nicer. Curved glass makes sense on the watch because it's curving around your wrist. Right. Oh, and it'll be kind of flexible, too. So I'm really curious to see how that works. So, like, is it a band that when it wraps around, it just really conforms to the shape of your arm? And if so, uh, that there, there's some interesting possibilities for uh, for the way they could design bands and and cases. So if if the if the surface of the display is actually flexible, then does that mean the components inside are designed in a way that the entire body can be flexible too? Well, the key here is also: will this be just an accessory, or will it be able to be operated? as a standalone device. I think one of the Samsung smartwatches now has 3G support and can work as a mobile phone. 
So will Apple want to make a Dick Tracy phone as part of the package? No Dick Tracy phone. And calling keep in Dick mind, Tracy, had... calling Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I don't have any insider information. Just based on how Apple has developed other products, I don't see the iWatch being a little uh, wrist top telephone. I, instead, what I see is a device that you can go and buy having never purchased an Apple product before, put it on your wrist, and it works and it collects. Uh, health and fitness information and and does its job really well and you don't have to buy any other apple products to make it work but if you have an iphone or a mac or an ipad then you can link your watch to any of those devices wirelessly and it suddenly becomes much more useful and has other features that make it even cooler i i think that's that's the path apple will take with this Okay, let's talk about the price. I heard $400 mentioned, but there was also a survey sometime back saying that a $399 or $400 price, a lot of people wouldn't consider it, but that goes back to the original iPod. Who's going to pay $399 for a little tiny music player? And they did. Right. Of course they did, because it was cool and it was great. There was nothing on the market like it, and it revolutionized an industry. I think that whatever Apple is doing in the wearable space will be the same case. And also keep in mind, before the iPad shipped, the rumors were that it was going to start at $1,000. And that that turned out to be flat out wrong. So it may be that we're seeing the same sort of, of speculation that's off base here. My guess, and John Martellaro who, who writes for me over at the Mac Observer, uh, we, we have a, a little bit of a bet about pricing. And uh, he, he thinks that it'll be like a $350 or $400 device. And I think that, that they will have multiple versions starting at like $199. They'll have a, a relatively lower price product to get people in the door, but then they'll have other versions that cost more and, and like, like the iPhone and other Apple products, as you pay more, you get additional uh, features, whether that's more memory or, or a bigger screen, things like that. I also think maybe Apple would design something with gold or something, maybe a special wristband, a high-end version for even more money. Because remember, they've got people from the fashion industry there. Yes, they, they do. And they have big names in the fashion industry that they brought on board. Right. Also, there might be one with bling, you know, approved by Dr. Dre. <laughs> oh, I laugh only because I shudder to think what that device would look like. I have no clue. I don't understand what that means even. So what do I know? I'm just an old codger. So in any case, I think Apple is going to make something here where you get the men's version, the women's version, multiple sizes. This is not going to be a simple product like the first iPhone was one product with several storage sizes. The first iPad, several storage sizes. The iWatch is going to be more encompassing because the nature of the product means it's catering to a large number of people who are buying it as a possible fashion statement ahead of the health and the head of the fitness. And therefore, Apple will have to cater to those needs and therefore swamp the competition. I mean, most of the competition doesn't even understand the men's watch versus the woman's watch. And we're not being sexist here. We're talking about fashion sensibilities and physical size 
of the people. Right. My wife is five feet tall, weighs 95 pounds. She's not going to wear the same watch I do. We have Jeff Gamut. I don't know what kind of watch he'd wear, but this is the Tech Night Out Live. UnseenNow.com, proud sponsor of GCN. Unseen Now's unparalleled encryption tools keep your communications secure. GCN. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon heart and body extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB extract paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of HB extract. It's extremely effective and it starts working in just days. Visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores of testimonials from satisfied customers. And we've never increased our price in over 10 years. That makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it. A healthy heart is a happy heart. Call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, Jeff Gamet, what kind of watch would you wear? We know what Brian Chaffin has. You and know, I just think he must go outside with an armed guard. Yeah, you know, Brian. Now, when I see Brian, I see just this big cuddly teddy bear. But uh, I know a lot of people are kind of intimidated by by his appearance. So I think he can get away without without having an armed guard when when he's out and about. But, he's a big uh, guy, is what you're saying. Yeah, he, he's a big guy, and he can have a stern look. But I can see right through that stern look to his soft heart. And uh, uh, yeah, and he wears a really nice watch. I mean, it's it's really cool. Now, I actually don't wear a watch. I, I used to wear a watch all the time. And then one day I didn't have to wear a watch and I stopped. And, I, and uh, other than occasionally wearing them for product testing, uh, well, that's pretty much it, product testing, I don't wear a watch at all. I have been wearing a watch since I was 10, not constantly. I currently do not have a watch on my hand because the battery went dead. 
and I think it's like five ninety five at this one jeweler to replace it. When I get there, I will take care of it. But I'm without a watch. I feel weird. And I do not. I, I am totally fine not wearing a watch. And and I've been sitting here trying to think about it. When did I last regularly wear a watch? I think it's been uh geez, it's it's been twenty years ago, maybe a little bit longer. But if Apple gave me or sold me a product that I found to be very compelling and it was wrist-worn, then I would probably change and start wearing a watch uh, regularly. And, and while you see people running around with their jawbone up and their Nike Fuel Band or their Fitbit Flex on their wrists, I use a Fitbit One, which clips to my, to my uh, pants. Have you tested some of those smartwatches out there? I have been testing several of the fitness-related smartwatches, and I actually have uh, like three of them sitting on my desk right now. And each one of them I like for different reasons, but they also focus on very specific fitness activity things. So none of them are devices that I would wear all the time. All right, let's see how you react to the iWatch. At the very least, maybe Apple will just send you one for review, and you can determine whether you'd actually buy one. We'll that find would, out. Let's look at the other awesome. announcements here. But before that, do you think Apple will offer it for this holiday season or as predicted by some not till after the first of the year? I think if the latter, it's going to be a disappointment because Apple misses the holiday season. I am leaning more towards Apple is going to announce now and ship at the very, very end of the year, which means they would essentially miss the holiday buying season, or after the first of the year, when in which case they would completely miss the holiday buying season. And I don't think it would necessarily be a disappointment if they did so. Because if Apple announces an, the iWatch on the 9th and says, and we will be shipping in February, what they've done is they've stopped a very large number of people that were about to buy some sort of health and fitness tracking device from even considering it. So they they will essentially kill the market through the holiday season. And then all those people that were waiting will buy when the iWatch comes out. And, and of course, I know there's people that won't care and there's people that won't buy it because it's an Apple product. But I think there will be a substantial number of people that will just simply sit on their money and wait for the iWatch to come out. And I think the reason Apple would do that is the same reason that they announced the iPhone before it shipped, like several months before it shipped. First, they don't cannibalize any sales because they are totally new to the market. And then second, there are certain regulatory uh, approvals that they have to get for the device, I'm assuming, because it's going to be tracking health-related things, and, I, and I'm betting that they want to have some form of FDA approval. So there will be public documents that that they won't be able to hide. So control the message instead of having it just kind of come out as part of uh, government document releases, and then they maintain that control all the way through till the point when it hits store shelves. So either way, whether it's for the holiday season in November or after the holiday season, Apple controls the message and messes right. up the competition. Right. And if they do screw up the competition by making this announcement, they've been able to essentially take a market without even releasing a product. 
interesting speculation. Let's look at the iPhone 6. Now, we have new reports of things it might contain. Let's get into that. We're hearing all the time first about the basics, 4.7-inch screen for the mainstream model, 5.5-inch screen for a more expensive model that may not ship in quantity at the beginning. That's for people who like phablets or have big pockets. There is another story, maybe you've heard this, that Apple is going to have some feature that allows for one-handed usage. Have you heard about that? I heard about that just shortly before we started recording. I want to learn more about it. It sounds very intriguing. The idea of giving me a phone that I can't manage one-handed, and I can barely manage my iPhone 5S one-handed. So a 4.7-inch screen, that's that becomes a two-hand phone for me. But if Apple has a system that they've created that allows me to truly use that big of a phone one-handed, I want to know more about it, especially if they have figured out how to set it up so it can be left-handed or right-handed, because I'm left-handed. And even though most people don't notice it, the the iPhone interface is set up to be very right-handed. I'm ambidextrous, and there are lots of reasons for that. One is I grew up at a time when being left-handed was strange. I remember my mother would say to one of my school teachers, do you mind that he's left-handed? You know, which is not very good for a kid listening to that and being told, you're a weird kid. You know, I'm, I am very dominantly left-handed. And my mom went to the school and made sure all the teachers knew that I'm left-handed and that's perfectly fine. And that if she ever caught wind that they were trying to force me to use my right hand instead of my left, that she was going to come back and they were going to have to deal with her. Well, that's one way to do it. <laughs> yep. Now, it's strange. I write with my left hand. I can sort of write a little bit with my right hand, but both are almost illegible. The second thing here, as a baseball player, I am bad with both left and right hand. All right? I eat with mm -hmm. my right hand. With chopsticks, I can go either way, left-handed or right-handed with chopsticks. I have no idea what I am. I think I'm a strange creature from another planet. I don't you have the powers well and abilities that make me far above those of mortal men. I cannot say the magic word Shazam and become the world's mightiest hero. I'm surprised that our yellow sun doesn't uh, fuel your superpowers. Well, my planet, well, it was a different sort of planet. It wasn't one where they had like a red dwarf sun or something, so this is much brighter and gives me all those strange superpowers. Instead, it just leaves me as I am now. I'm just a slug. Or I can be slug, depending on your point of view. I think people want to slug me. All right. We need to work on, on uh, exploiting your superpowers. We'll figure this out. We have to figure out what they are first. That's a start. Well, I have to get the mask. Okay, I got to get the mask and the costume. All right? Right, right. And, and I suggest no cape. Because those get caught in doors or jet intakes. No cape. Right. Okay. How many superheroes have no cape? Wonder Woman doesn't have a cape, does she? Wonder Woman does not have a cape. The uh, Flash? The Flash, Green Arrow, Green Lantern. Arrow uh, on TV. By the way, you've got to watch, if you like superhero stuff, on the CW Network, Arrow, okay? It is a fun, fun show. You know, it's, uh, it, it's finally available in a, in a large enough quantity of episodes on Netflix that I've started watching it. So I've seen the first couple episodes and, uh, and I thought that they were 
a little slow, a little thin. And But I've had a lot of people tell me, just stick with it because it's actually really, really good. So, it only gets yeah. better. It's very dark. It is kind of like Batman. Jeff Gamut is not Batman. He's not a millionaire by day and a crime-fighting vigilante by night. I'm Gene Steinberg. I don't know what I am, except this is the Tech Night Out Live. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Quantitative easing, unemployment at depression levels, Europe financial system falling apart, China getting out of U.S. treasuries. At the end of 2008, the time of TARP, the national debt was at 11 trillion gold, trading around $850 per ounce. Close to 2012, the national debt exceeded 16.4 trillion, gold doubled to $1,600 per ounce. The 20 trillion threshold for the national debt is inevitable. Politicians in Washington have a ferocious appetite for spending and stimulus. What's worse, a printing press to finance. A hundred years ago, we had a gold standard to limit this madness, but now you have to adopt your own gold standard. Don't be fooled with paper promises. Get Midas Resources 10 Reasons to Buy Gold free by calling 800-686-2237. Understanding the gold and silver market may be the only insurance you could have to avoiding the next economic crisis. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order your free copy. Again, that's 800-686-2237. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV
Hi, this is Steve Sanchez, and based on a recent study, it was found that 57 million Americans had legal issues over the last 12 months, but only 60% of those studied sought out the services of a lawyer. Why? In a nutshell, affordability. Well, my friends at Legal Shield have created a solution that can help you not if, but when you need an attorney. For as little as $17 per month, Legal Shield will provide you unlimited access to qualified attorneys at an accomplished law firm for advice and counsel on legal issues no matter how serious or trivial. For over 40 years and with 1.4 million families across North America, Legal Shield can help you, the loyal GCN listener. Representatives are standing by now to answer your questions, so call them now at 1-855-340-SAVE. That's 1-855-340-7283 or visit them at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Results will vary from case to case. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. How do we get from superheroes to iPhones again? Okay, another possible feature in the iPhone 6 is NFC. Every time we hear about this, Apple doesn't do NFC, but now it looks like there's more support for the feature. If you live in the Bay Area, if you live in San Francisco, NFC is really good, right? That's what I've heard. Okay, so here's the problem I have with NFC, and it's that in the United States, we don't have a a true standard for the technology. So different credit card companies have different versions of NFC, and if you go to a retailer, a merchant of any kind, and they don't have the the same NFC hardware that you need to use your, your credit card, then it doesn't work. So how does Apple work around that issue? Because they don't want to look like a company that that can't make a product where NFC works. So they have to address that issue. Okay, so the other thing is I look at the whole NFC thing and I wonder, is the primary purpose, purpose of NFC, whether that's inside the United States or outside the United States, to be a component of a digital wallet system? Or do they have some other use for NFC? where they need some sort of proximity detection thing that uses less power than Bluetooth. And from what I understand, NFC would give them that. So is this something that lets, say, the iWatch pair very quickly with your iPhone? And maybe when the NFC chip detects that you've moved out of range of the other device, it shuts off wireless features on the uh, on the iWatch to save power, and and I'm totally speculating here, but uh, yeah, Apple may very well finally this year be bringing NFC to the iPhone as a, as a digital wallet thing. And remember, if Apple's going to sell a couple hundred million smartwatches and smartphones and perhaps even tablets, suddenly there is a standard. It's Apple's standard. Yes, that's a really good point. So, yeah, maybe Apple picked one of the NFC flavors. Well, and there's reports that they've struck deals with with the credit card companies and major merchants and banks. So maybe they found a middle ground where they can have an NFC system that works 
more than others? And if so, then everyone will fall in line and Apple will have set the NFC standard. That's how they do it. If they don't have their own standards, they set up industry standards quite often. And that's important if this technology is going to work. It's not add NFC, which people say about iPhones. It is which NFC? What about getting a centralized standard and work up from that? And if Apple's getting deals with the major credit card companies or the major banks, we can see where there's a big game plan here. And that is a new product and service. It's not just like an iWatch. You know, Apple's new products and services aren't necessarily all hardware. That's true. Apple has become more and more of a services company. They, they are primarily, I, I think from their philosophical standpoint, a hardware company and everything else they do is designed to enhance the value of their hardware so more people buy it. That said, they are becoming more and more of a services company as well. So lots of stuff expected next week when they introduce the iPhone, possibly the iWatch. They'll announce the download date for iOS 8. I don't know so much about OS 10 Yosemite. I had liked to predict in the past that both Yosemite and iOS 8 would come out the same time. But in the recent updates to the Yosemite betas, it's been pretty shaky. It's not quite there yet. I mean, it'd be nice to have them out at the same time because you have the integration with continuity and everything. But it's a matter also of developing a stable release. And mm-hmm. so far, unofficially, Apple has submitted iOS 8 to the carriers and given no more developer betas whereas they're still feeding developer betas of OS X Yosemite. So we see a disparity there, and possibly you're not going to see the wind-down of Yosemite till the end of September or early October. Am I in the right ballpark, my friend? I fear that you are. And, and I say fear because what I wanted, just like you, was to have a, a same-day iOS 8 and Yosemite launch so that all these great features that we were shown at Worldwide Developer Conference in the spring would be immediately available. I fear that Apple does not have Yosemite at a state yet where they are ready to launch it as as an official public product yet. So I'm guessing that we will get iOS 8. I'll even toss a date out. I think it's September 17th. Right, exactly. And that 19th is when you'll get the iPhone. One thing, though, I suppose it's possible that Apple could announce, because they don't have to wait for carrier approval, they could announce on September 9th, which is my birthday, by the way. Happy birthday to me. That's going to be an awesome birthday. It is going to be an awesome birthday if I get one of those gadgets, but we're not going to tell our listeners to buy me one. Here's the point. It is possible that during the keynote, Craig's going to say this. All right. It's Federighi, right? Federighi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Craig Federighi is going to say during his keynote presentation, Here's OS X Yosemite. Today, we're sending out the Golden Master version to developers. And assuming no problems arise, by the 17th, eight days hence, you will be able to download a copy. It's possible. We're in the last week, and they're just cleaning up the loose ends. I know of a few Mm -hmm. loose ends. But remember, when the developer release comes out, Apple is already 10 versions beyond that. So the things that I see wrong with it, or maybe you see wrong with it, may already have been fixed. That's true. Here's another possibility, but it's it's very much in line with, with the scenario you just presented. They tell us more about Yosemite, 
And uh, and then instead of saying, and it will be available on the 17th with iOS 8, they they will say, and iOS 8 will ship on on the 17th. And and then a few weeks later, we will release OS 10 Yosemite. And and that gives them some flexibility. They could launch it a couple weeks later. They could launch it a month later. And they'd still be in their in their safe zone. All right. I can see that. I don't know. I think we'll know Tuesday. Apple is going to stream this live. So get on your Mac, get on your iPhone, your iPad, even your PC, and you'll be able to look at the stream. You very possibly will have a special channel on your Apple TV so you can see it on your 55-inch flat panel or something I'm like that. certain there will be a, a special channel that shows up because the, the specs that they listed for being able to watch the live stream mentioned Apple TV specifically. Jeff Gamut, in your own words, in a thousand words or less, hopefully a lot less, please tell our listeners where they can find more of the stuff that you do. Well, sure. Okay. You can find the a lot of the content that I write at MacObserver.com, uh, along with some great content from, from a lot of other really great writers. You can find me on Twitter. I'm Jay Gamut there. And if you want to see what happens in all the coffee shops that I hang out at, because I see a lot of weird stuff, go check out FreshBrewedTales.com. Okay. The weird Jeff Gamut, or the weird storyteller, depending on your point of view. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me on. It's always a blast. Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, just imagine there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercial, just like the one you're listening to right now. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. 
Email us and advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. On Facebook, on the news, and in conversations with friends, we're bombarded every day with advice on how to be healthier, from gluten-free and non-GMO diets to how much exercise and sleep the body needs. But how much have you heard about alkalizing the body? AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are a holistic and natural way to get your body's pH levels back in balance. Just a few drops in water will help your body rid itself of harmful waste. And even the healthiest of diets can be complemented with your daily use of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops. Who isn't looking for more vibrance, vigor, and energy? Now buy two bottles of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops and get $10 off your order. Visit AlkaVision.com or call 800-518-7615. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are packed with a powerful combination of the most alkaline minerals and compounds. Open the door to greater health, vitality, and zest for life. Alkalize your body, supercharge your health. Call 800-518-7615 or head to AlkaVision.com. Moms of America, stand up and stop taking abuse from your kids. I pledge never to let my kid disrespect me ever again. I pledge to stop letting my daughter walk all over me. I pledge to stop living in fear of my son's anger. I pledge never to feel like a bad parent ever again. Because I'm not. I pledge to stop letting my child's behavior control my home. I pledge to be a mom with kids who listen. A total transformation mom. I'm Janet Lehman, co-creator of the Total Transformation Program. We created the Total Transformation to help parents with difficult child behavior. Now I'm giving it away free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. Call now. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. From Tidbits, we have Jeff Carlson, who is the second Jeff we've had on the show this week. This is the Jeff show, I guess. We had Jeff Gamut from the Mac Observer who said hello to Jeff Carlson. So you can say hello back to him. He's not listening now, but... Absolutely. Hello, Jeff. Um, all of us Jeffs are, are taking over the world very, very slowly. Well, I have to talk to my nephew, Jeff. See? See how it works? <laughs> yes, it's dangerous. They're coming to take us away, haha. <laughs> all right. Or ho ho he he. That's a 1960s novelty song from a guy who called himself Napoleon the Fourteenth. Uh-huh. And he was bent out of shape because... They took away his dog or something like that. Or the dog called the... Forget about it. Anyway, <laughs> it's actually the men in black. It wasn't the people in the white coats. That's the real secret of it. But that relates to our other show called The Powercast. Okay, so a week ahead of Apple's big event on my birthday, September 9th, Apple got some bad publicity in some quarters because of a few events. One is... Apparently, a problem with brute force attacks on iCloud logins, which I guess they fixed. So this way you can't keep trying to log in a thousand times until you get it right. Am I correct? That's how I understand it, yeah. 
apparently um, there was a, a tool that was created called iBrute that initially people thought was responsible for these, these iCloud break-ins. And uh, Rich Mogul, who's our, our security editor at Tidbits, um, he confirmed directly from Apple that iBrute was not involved. It sounds more like um, the, the passwords were obtained by other means. But it's still concerning that, that they had this problem where you could just keep trying you know, hundreds, I don't know, maybe even thousands of passwords over and over without having some sort of limiter, which now is fixed, as I understand it. Um, yeah, definitely not, not a good security situation, especially right before a big public event. Well, in passing, one of the posters in our blog, com, suggested maybe a certain other company helped fueled this uproar this week. It's too coincidental to have this happen at the same time that Samsung is introducing new products, Motorola is introducing new products, etc. I don't buy that, but, you know, conspiracy theories are fun. Yeah, I don't buy it either. I think, um, honestly, Samsung doesn't seem... Um, I suppose I, I, I should be more charitable. Samsung doesn't seem to be as clever as that. Um, like, I think that they they are doing fine with generating lots of press against Apple by, you know, releasing their sort of anti-Apple commercials that they come out with every once in a while and making a big splash on, you know, here are these great watches and devices and things that we're showing everybody. We don't have a price. We don't have a release date, but wow, look at it. It's all sparkly and shiny and it does cool things. And so like they seem to be doing a well enough job getting their name in front of people and contrasting themselves with Apple than to have anything to do with this sort of skullduggery. Back to the skullduggery. Okay. So <laughs> what it seems here is that hackers targeted the usernames and passwords of certain celebrities. It's not mentioned that it may not have been just iCloud accounts, but accounts with other services. But of course, we don't care about them. We only care about iCloud. Right, right. Well, and, and I think also a big part of this, um, and you know, it really touches on on Apple's you know communications apparatus and 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 real sort of communications failure this week, um, is that uh, I think one of the celebrities, and I, I've forgotten which one, um, posted something on Twitter that said something like, you know, thanks a lot iCloud or thanks a lot Apple, and so. Um, for for some reason, the media thought, oh well, she must be some tech expert that could identify what the what the break in was, you know. So I think that th that that was like a really quick, convenient media shortcut to take because not only was it celebrities um, getting their their um, their accounts hacked and their images stolen and all of that, but oh my gosh, Apple's involved. Well, that's going to be you know guaranteed big deal, big news, because as we know, anything Apple tends to, you know, bring a lot of, a lot of page views and et, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, you know, I think part of it too is we, we can understand how to jump to that conclusion pretty quickly. Um, I'm sure most of us have um, iCloud, have photo stream enabled. Um, if you've ever brought up a screensaver on your Apple TV set to to your iCloud account, for example. It's a neat feature, um, but I turned it off, not because I had anything, uh, you know, 
secret or, or private to, to, to expose, but, um, you know, I, I write books about software and articles. So I take a lot of screenshots on my phone and my iPad. And so, you know, there on, on the TV screen, you'd have pictures of, you know, my daughter and family and vacation. And then, you know, the, iOS seven settings, uh, window, and then a whole series of, you know, here step-by-step garage band stuff. And, you know, so like we know how easy it is that anything that's been captured by the phone or, or downloaded on the phone can be, um, you know, just sort of sucked up into the photo stream and not even really realizing where it's going. Now I so, read a report here that said that, model Kate Upton had deleted photos years ago. Now, if she did that years ago, it may have predated iCloud. Oh, interesting. Now, the point being here is that these photos were not necessarily all current photos. Mm -hmm. And once again, it has not been determined that all the hacking involved iCloud. It was just, as you say, convenient to use Apple's name. But the technique is the same. If someone has poor passwords, easy to guess usernames, easy to guess security questions. And certainly, you know, the questions they ask are pretty elementary. And anyone who has read a bio of a famous person could probably answer a lot of those questions. So it's not that hard to break in. And I think the big problem here is not Apple's problem. It's more the user education problem. And maybe it's incumbent upon the agents, the people who represent these stars, to educate them about the consequences of what they do. It's bad enough they get caught drunk driving or something like that. But what about taking photos like that? What about the realization that if they take the photo and store it anywhere outside of their home, somebody is probably going to find a way to get it? Yeah, possibly. I I don't want to go uh, so far as to you know um, criticize people for 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 taking the pictures, etc. Um, because you know one one thing about about Apple that we love um, is that you know uh, the 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 sharing and all of this is made very easy, and you know like if you are not actively um, you know, accessing your photo stream or viewing it, um, you know, on an Apple TV or on another device or whatever, um, it's entirely likely that you had no idea that those things were were being uploaded to the cloud because it it, it was like one setting when you were setting up your phone that said, do you want to turn on photo stream? You're like, sure, that sounds like a neat thing. So, you know, I think there's a lot that that... that as you said, there's a lot that Apple needs to do in terms of of, of educating, um, and I think that's something that that Tim Cook mentioned this week that they realize they need to do. Um, you know, let people have a better idea of what's going on, because I mean, right now, um, you know, PhotoStream and iCloud, there's there's a lot of opaqueness about it, or it's just confusing you know when you delete something from your phone is it going to get deleted on on iCloud well you know sometimes depends on the circumstances etc depends on your settings etc now one of the things you're going to do if there's a change to your account Apple will be more proactive about warning you about the change and that's very good we'll get into more of this in a moment Jeff Carlson of Tidbits here 
I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. The nation's largest independently owned and operated talk radio network. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. September is National Preparedness Month, so make it a September to remember by getting your emergency food supply from the Freeze-Dry Guy. On sale this month, our 2014 Stew Butter and Potatoes Unit. You'll get one number 10 can each of high-quality Mountain House Chicken Stew, vegetable stew with beef, pilot crackers, plus the highest-quality dehydrated ABC stew, butter and potatoes for a total of 160 one-half cup servings. Retail value $161.41, but not this month. The Freeze-Dry Guy offers the 2014 Stew Butter and Potatoes Unit for only $123. 93 save over $37 plenty of protein veggies carbs for energy and tasty hearty storable food with a shelf life of over 25 years call 866-404-3663 free shipping to the lower 48 states click freezedryguide.com or call 866-404-3663 that's freezedryguide.com hurry the national preparedness month sale and september 30th from the freeze dry guy the finest freeze dried and dehydrated foods available anywhere for long-term storage If you need to say happy birthday, happy anniversary, thank you, or simply I'm thinking of you, ProFlowers.com is the key. ProFlowers has stunning bouquets, like the best-selling 100 blooms for $19.99. Plus, ProFlowers will include a glass vase for free. Sending someone a wonderful surprise of beautiful flowers sent fresh from the field is easy. Choose the bouquet you like, pick the delivery date, and each order is 100% guaranteed. Plus, all bouquets from Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last at least seven full days. Beautiful, fragrant flowers, picked fresh and sent to your loved one for lasting enjoyment. To get this incredible savings and send someone 100 gorgeous blooms with a free vase for $19.99, go to ProFlowers.com, click the blue microphone in the top right corner, and enter code PLOW. That's ProFlowers.com. Click the mic and enter code P-L-O-W. What good is a Big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey water filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's 
powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. There is no truth to the rumor we will call this the Jeff Show today because we had Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer and now Jeff Carlson of Tidbits. And we're talking about the episode involving the release of nude photos from celebrities. So Apple is supposedly going to give you better notice if your account changes. I guess it's still maybe Apple should be educating customers better, make the fine print larger, the stuff that really impacts them. Like, warning, when you upload these photos, make sure that you know what you're doing. Don't say make sure that you're wearing clothing. It's up to you what you want to do. You know, make sure these people who do this see in big letters, wait a minute, before you do this, understand we take all security precautions in mind, but be careful what you put there. Make sure you protect yourself. Yeah, definitely. I think that I would guess that most people are really hesitant to to dig into settings at all. And so... I suppose you could argue that that someone has an obligation to better understand the device they're using, especially if it's something that has this sort of um, you know um, sharing capability. It's not like you have your iMac that's not connected to the internet or anything like that. It's it's something that that you're using that's that's communicating. Um, you know, I mean, heavens, if you're going to share something on Facebook, like what does that mean? And and I think. The, the ease of doing all this means that, that we just sort of gloss over the complications of it because, honestly, I think for most people, they're, they're not going to run into something like this. They're not going to you know, have any of their photos stolen of, of, of any type, but there's a, a small enough percentage that does, and especially as we've seen this week, when you do it to people who have you know, really high visibility – then suddenly it becomes a big, big deal. So um, I think that that one of the the issues that we are are sort of concerned about here is can we make this sort of sharing easy without making it insecure? And I think you know what what we've seen this week is if you make it too easy, then it's less secure. How do we do that? If if Apple, you know, puts big warnings in front of everything, is that going to do the trick? Or are people going to say, oh, there's another, another dialogue telling me that I need to do something and they just click OK? It's kind of hard, hard to tell. It'll be interesting to see what they come up with. This is always weighing the ease of use against protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. But at least it's a wake-up call, I guess, to some degree. It's just the timing was so peculiar. We have the fix for the brute force attacks. We have an iTunes outage of about five and a half hours affecting some people. We have the release of nude photos. 
some of which, at least, were connected to people who had iCloud accounts. All this happening the week before Apple's major event. I think one of the interesting things that's, that's come out in, in some of the reporting is that um, also, as you mentioned, that, that a lot of the photos were, were ones that the, the people said that they had deleted or, um, or were old. Um, one of the interesting things that I read uh, basically talked about how the, the thieves who were doing this, um, it's not like they, they decided, hey, you know, Monday, let's go hack into something and, uh, and release it on Tuesday and see what happens. Um, you know, it, it sounds like a lot of the material that was stolen was probably being accumulated for a long time. And that, you know, for whatever reason, it went public. And I don't know enough about it to know whether that was like a, a deliberate leak or if it was, you know, someone stumbled on something and made hay out of it. Apparently, there are these, you know, for lack of a better word, nefarious networks of images and, you know, usually salacious things that get passed around and that don't ever become public. So it's sort of like, uh, you know, pulling the rug up and finding spiders underneath or something like that, that this I'm sure happens far more often than we're aware. Um, and I think that, you know, the, the volume is certainly higher than just, you know, here's one or two uh, naked selfies that got passed to, you know, someone's boyfriend or girlfriend or something like that. And that's the point too. The people that you piss off may be the ones who will upload the incriminating photos. We don't yeah. know. Everybody has a different situation. Every performer has a different situation. I just take them because I've met a very few performers, the ones who don't travel around with entourages, and they seem to be regular people mm -hmm. who got a break and they're doing well with their job, but they're just regular people and they are no better or worse than anybody else. And this was an unfortunate situation and hopefully a wake-up call. Apple is promising better ways to warn people. Let's see how it works out. And that's it. But when the media says Apple is in disarray, <laughs> oh, give me a break. <laughs> I would imagine that 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 the the um, the practical effect of Apple being in disarray is that everybody in iCloud uh, on the iCloud teams and the security teams have probably slept at their desks for the last you know ten days. And uh, when I say slept at their desk, I mean They've fallen over occasionally for short naps. Um, I can't imagine. I mean, you know, everybody, the, the, the press likes to say Apple's in disarray because it's a, it's a great headline. Um, I'm sure that the, you know, the accounting department is just fine, that the, you know, OS 10 developers are just fine. Um, you know, it's, it's these sort of security things that make such a, a big, big impact in the media that that sort of feed on this. And also what's sort of interesting is that, you know, Apple has had all sorts of things where they are, they would so supposedly be in disarray and, you know, they don't freak out. They don't go crazy. Um, Apple's MO is very much like to, to take a, a, you know, considered and measured response or, I mean, a measured time to, you know, look into the problem, figure out what it is, and then address it. I think 
you know, the the fact that that they they patched the the iBrute security vulnerability right away says okay, like they are on top of it. It's not like they're um, you know waiting weeks as has happened in the past um, for you know essential security fixes to to be implemented. Um, you know, I think they their their media um, response seemed to be you know very sensible, saying you know we've we mobilized everybody. We looked into this. What we have found is that there's no, um, you know, intrusion onto our network and we're going to, you know, take these two or three steps that Tim Cook mentioned, um, to, you know, bolster this security. Um, you know, so like there's no disarray going on. It seems very much as you would want a giant, giant corporation to to respond to things like this, um, I think if there's any you know real uh, strong critique to be made is that you know Apple has traditionally been quiet about things, and um, I know it it sort of sounds like I'm I'm about to contradict what I just said. That's but... okay. A lot of people do that <laughs> sometimes in the same sentence. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not that well trained on 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 uh, uh, self contradiction, um, but uh, you know, all of that said, I think yes, they can be more transparent about security, more transparent about iCloud, um, especially because it's not like um, you know a bug in OS 10 that you know needs to be fixed. Like often you'll have some bug that's, you know, you know, maybe mail is crashing or something like that. And they, they need to, um, you know, roll out a fix to that. And sometimes like you won't hear anything. They won't say anything about it until the fix is there. You know, that's, that's highly annoying, but, um, is more, I want to say more structured in the, in the sense that like, okay, Here's the thing that they need to go and fix. When it comes to iCloud and and social media and things like that, it's a lot more fluid. And um, you know, so some of the, the the arguments that I've read this week is um, Apple really needs to be more transparent. So that when something like this happens, you know, there's either a a, a quicker response or more of a okay, you know, we need to you know, reveal more information rather than just, you know, we did an investigation and found that nothing was wrong. Let's go into more of this in our next segment. Okay. Jeff Carlson is here. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Great minds think alike. The network for the independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Good people need help. The Homeowners Association said we had weeds and fined us $25. We told them they had the wrong house. They said if we didn't pay it, they'd file a lien. Our attorney demanded photographs, witnesses, and told them if they couldn't provide this, they must cease and desist. Issue solved. Worry less and live more with LSProtection.com. That's LSProtection.com or call 855-340-SAVE. That's 855-340-7283. 
Results will vary from case to case. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, then carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800 800- At 30dayfoodsupply.com, you can now purchase a -a one-of-a-kind product not available anywhere else. A meatless burger dry mix in four delicious flavors. With our new Oregon Trail Foods vegan burgers, all you do is add water and fry. They need no refrigeration. They're packaged in Mylar bags with an oxygen absorber for a long shelf life. They're non-GMO. They're gluten, soy, nut, and chemical-free, but they're loaded with flavor. And a good source of carbs and protein, yet low in sodium. Flavors include Italian, spicy Mexican, six vegetable, and black bean olive. Go to 30dayfoodsupply.com or call Call 541-229-0010 and order today. Eat them every day, take them camping, or save them for an emergency. Check them out at 30dayfoodsupply.com and click on the vegan burger icon. That's 30dayfoodsupply.com, where all of our products are produced in Oregon by Oregon Trail Foods. 30dayfoodsupply.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Jeff Carlson from Tidbits is here. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Owl Live. One of the dangers in revealing a security problem is if you reveal too much information, the people who do the hacking, the internet criminals, may use that as evidence. So if you keep your statements simple, basic, and direct, that really, for most people, explains that you're doing something, you're at least trying to do something without compromising yourself. And certainly Apple PR responded within a day or two. It wasn't something where they were quiet about it. Yeah, yeah, which which was nice. It, it it was nice to see, you know, that that sort of mobilization. Again, I, I mean, I should point out, I'm I'm not a security researcher, so um, you know, I, I'm I'm basically uh, uh, pretending that that I know more than I do because I know Rich Mogul, who is a security researcher. Um, but uh, uh, I think being a little more, let me link this back to the fact that I think. They did a fine job, you know, responding to this right away. But the bigger question for Apple, actually, I think, was not necessarily whether or not they got hacked. It was letting the idea of iCloud be the the scapegoat sort of run away from them. And that that's kind of a media problem. And, you know, there have been some times when Apple really doesn't care if there's a media problem because Apple is Apple. Um, you know, if, if somebody, you know, blames an Apple device or something, they're not going to respond to everything. And, and, and actually this could be why they, they released something within a day or two, uh, because it was very clear that, that the, the narrative for this event was things got leaked. It was Apple's fault. And, um, you know, by extension, because there are so many people who have Apple devices, boy, 
you could be next for whatever it is that you have on your phone. And, you know, and that sort of spins people's imaginations thinking, oh, well, I don't have any naked pictures, but I've got, you know, my bank account and I've got, you know, you know, logins for websites and things like that. And so there's a very short, uh, a short gap between, wow, these celebrities had their, their pictures hacked to, hey, I probably have the same exact phone that they have. What's to prevent that from happening to me? And also because I think, you know, we tend to have that, that, that idea that, okay, like there's somebody out there to get us. Um, in, well, they are. There is someone out there to get us. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, <laughs> um, but you know, is, is somebody out there trying to get me as a person? I hope not. But, um, you know, there are people out there who are trying to, to access, you know, vast amounts of data. And it's very easy to, to go from, you know, there's a, a you know, hacker on the other side of the world who wants to buy 10,000 credit card numbers to, oh, there's somebody who, for whatever reason, wants to get into my phone that I'm holding into my hand. And they can do that through, you know, iCloud or whatever. So I think that, that, that Apple, they needed to recognize, re- recognize that um, the, the narrative was, you know, this is Apple's fault. And needed to do something, even though the statement that they released, which said basically iCloud wasn't hacked in the specific way, didn't point out that, well, you know, maybe their accounts were compromised by other means. Well, the other thing, of course, is I guess they really couldn't say it, but to say, look, this may have involved more than iCloud accounts, it was a targeting of celebrities that could have encompassed any account and it just happened to include ours, but then they look like your sour grapes. So yeah. you have to kind of be careful. The point is they did seem to come out in front of it. And we also noticed while this was happening and Samsung's introducing new products, Apple's stock price suddenly dips. Oh, did it? I didn't even notice the, the, the price last week. It dipped quite a bit, like 4% or something like that in one day. And yeah. as we do this segment... Apple's stock price has actually increased slightly despite shaky stock market because the unemployment figures were questionable. Let me bring up one other subject about tech reporting before we go into other subjects. Mm -hmm. Now, I watched a certain TV cable network that doesn't like the administration. So they were commenting on the fact that there was a hacking attempt against the healthcare.gov website in July. This is the Obamacare or Affordable Care Act website, but that no user information was compromised. Now, so you have two talking heads on there, both of whom, before beginning a five-minute discussion on this, admit they know nothing about what the problem was, and they are not security experts, and then proceed to talk. Now, I mean, if you're going to talk meaningfully about attempts to compromise government websites, which happens all the time, as, of course, Rich Mogul will tell you, Mm -hmm. at least bring someone on who has experience in the industry so they can explain what might have happened, not people who know a lot less than you or I about the subject pretending to be knowledgeable. Yeah, 
well, the, the problem with, with bringing people on who are knowledgeable is that they would tend to make the other people look exceedingly unknowledgeable. And, um, you know, unless that's, that's the sort of agenda that they want to bring, um, it's, it's basically, it's not good television. It's not good drama. Um, I, you know, I think that people who are on TV sort of prattling on about what this all means and they have no, no clue as to what it actually means. Um, you know, that's just entertainment. Um, and it's unfortunate that a lot of people regard that as news, um, you know, and they might touch on, you know, some essential fact maybe by accident, but yeah. Um, all too often, uh, especially when things get bubbled up to the mainstream uh the the quality of the information goes down because you have somebody who's like oh well i use computers i can speak on any subject and you're like oh oh come on i so. can drive a car and i can give you the ins and outs of transmission design and wait till i tell you how you make a gdi engine <laughs> what's that i don't know actually i have a car with a gdi engine that's all i know about it I know nothing about what's under that hood except to check the oil. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, that, that's something that, that we're seeing leading up to, to next week's event, too. All sorts of people who are, you know, talking very importantly about what watches can do and, um, you know, smart devices and things like that. And, you know, honestly... And, uh, you know, in, in this sense, I will, I will toss my hat in, in and say, you know, I have no idea what Apple will do. Um, most people have no idea what Apple will do. It's fun to, to, to theorize. And I think I, I, you know, have a better, um, a better chance of, of, of at least making some rational theories. But we're not going to know until Apple releases it. So, um, so what am I doing? I mean, I'm basically shooting myself down before I even say anything. Well, that's this a good a, way of doing this it. This is a good way. way yeah. Diminished expectations. You say, look, <laughs> I don't know anything, but here's what I have to say. So basically, I am the talking head in this, in this scenario. <laughs> so. Well, you know, if you want to be a talking head, that's fine. You know, I understand you get good money if you go to the right news sources, especially if you're really ignorant of the subject, <laughs> and then you pontificate about it. You could really get yourself into a serious situation. Of course, this week we're all speculating about the possibilities of an iWatch, and the Moto 360 is being reviewed. And it looks like a decent watch. I don't know if you've seen the reviews yet or not. Not yet. It looks like a watch, but it's a little too big, a little too thick. And the mm -hmm. battery life is awful, where you might have to recharge it once or twice a day. So mm -hmm. that ends it for a lot of people. We'll go into yeah. more of this in a moment. Jeff Carlson is from Tidbits at tidbits.com. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. 
So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Adam Miller here with Midas Resources. Today, August 29th, 2014, gold opened at 1287.60. A one-ounce gold coin can be purchased for 1334.47, 667.23 for a half ounce, or 333.62 for a quarter ounce. That's 1334.47, 667.23, and 333.62. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? Wait a sec. Gold and silver are going up while Congress is trying to settle on the next debt increase. And there's no end to this madness. That old 401k and IRA can be converted into physical gold without tax consequences. I explain this in my book, 10 Reasons to Buy Gold. Don't let time slip away. Call for your free copy today, 800-686-2237. Get away from that Washington spin and get honest answers about gold. 800-686-2237. The book is free, 800-686-2237. Moms of America, stand up and stop taking abuse from your kids. I pledge never to let my kid disrespect me ever again. I pledge to stop letting my daughter walk all over me. I pledge to stop living in fear of my son's anger. I pledge never to feel like a bad parent ever again. Because I'm not. I pledge to stop letting my child's behavior control my home. I pledge to be a mom with kids who listen. A total transformation mom. I'm Janet Lehman, co-creator of the Total Transformation Program. We created the Total Transformation to help parents with difficult child behavior. Now I'm giving it away free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. Call now. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 
1-855-79-YOUNG. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Jeff Carlson's from Tidbits, and I'm Gene Steinberg from the Tech Night How Live. And we're talking now more about the expectations of what Apple will do. Of course, if you hear the show after September 9th, we may sound like idiots because Apple will say things we didn't expect. Or we might, we might sound brilliant. It's possible. I'll tell you, last year I was brilliant when I suggested that Mavericks would be free, and it was. Mm -hmm. This year I'm going to sound like an idiot because I suggested a week or two back that Apple would try to get out OS 10 Yosemite on the same day they make available for download iOS 8. And right now it's really looking kind of dim, although I did suggest in the previous segment there's a slight, slight, slight possibility Apple could release the Golden Master Tuesday, announce it. It's being released to developers, and you'll get your copy the following week. I guess that could happen. Otherwise, it goes through October. What's your feeling? I would say probably... Probably not a simultaneous release. Just l looking back, just last year with Mavericks, there was, let's say, iOS 7 came out in like early to mid-September and Mavericks followed up in October. Um, so I would guess that that's probably their plan again, even though there, there are lots of you know, cool things that tie together, like, like handoff uh, between iOS 8 and, and Yosemite. Um, it just seems... Judging from what I've read and and seen, uh, the the most recent Yosemite is you know it's it's not a week out basically. Still seems like like there are plenty of things to fix. So you know I'm I'm going to fall back on on following Apple's sort of typical schedule that they've established over the last three or four years of um, you know having having the OS 10 come out in the more October timeframe than trying to rush it for, for, um, for September. And also I, I think that's, that's a marketing consideration too, a little bit because Apple really does like to, you know, focus on one thing. So I think Apple would much rather have an event that showed off, um, you know, new iPhones and iOS 8 and all the cool things and, you know, possibly, uh, you know, integration with HomeKit and HealthKit and, you know, the whole spectrum of, of devices that, that we can um, talk about for, for next week. Um, like, like, have that be the focus. And then maybe in October, Yosemite's ready and they have a separate event that says, you know, oh, and by the way, here's new MacBook Airs or, you know, what have you. Well, the only reason I thought of Yosemite coming out the same time this year as an exception is the integration, because mm -hmm. they made such a big deal of continuity and handoff, and then you have iOS 8, but you can't use the feature because you got to wait another four or five weeks. That's yeah. the only reason. But then we'll know Tuesday, because if there's no Golden Master release presented on Tuesday, 
it's not going to happen. And it, there's no point even commenting on the state of current betas because Apple is always a few builds ahead anyway. All right, yeah. looking back at the possibilities of an iWatch. Now, we see what the Moto 360 is. And the one thing they did, which I think is really nice and smart, is they made it look like a watch, not <laughs> some rectangular thingamajig. It's still too big. It's too thick. The battery life may be really bad, mm-hmm. but isn't that a smart idea? Shouldn't a smartwatch look like a watch? I would think so. I mean, what's well? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go into this in just a second. Um, I think definitely a, a smartwatch should look like a watch, mostly because a lot of people are expecting, like, okay, well, this is a watch, so um, you know, it's something I'm going to put on my wrist, and I'm going to consult the time, and it will do other things. Um, I think what's, what's interesting about Apple's potential, um, release and as we've gotten closer, it seems more likely that there might be some sort of a device, um, is that, you know, Apple is so good at designing hardware and not just, you know, what it might look like or, or the size, but they're so good at fabricating uh, you know, their specialized chips and getting batteries that are that are dense and small that I think one of the things that's exciting about this, and I think part of what is, you know, fueling a lot of speculation is that Apple has the the capability to make something that we've not yet seen, whether that's because Apple, uh, you know, spent a few billion dollars and hoarded all the essential components for whatever, you know, the the new thing is. Um, or whether just, you know, really top of the line engineering that other companies either aren't willing or aren't able to invest in, in, in that sort of capacity so that, you know, maybe the, the 360, I mean, the, the Moto 360 is that big just because those are the components that they can get. And maybe Apple can get smaller components and has bought them all up in advance so no other company can get to them. They've, they've done that in the past. So, you know, what's, what's really interesting, and, and I think the reason why people are, are looking to Apple for, for, for this is because, you know, you can have something that's, that's either, you know, smaller, lighter, um, something that, that is stylish and like you would want to wear, even if you aren't someone who wears a watch. Maybe you'll, you'll think, oh, you know what? I, this has enough extra functionality and it looks good and it's fashionable and you know all my friends want one etc that that maybe i'll buy one or and what what i'm sort of hoping for um you know maybe it doesn't have to be a watch maybe it's you know other sort of things who knows what um that that still deliver interesting integration you know rather than the sort of thing that we expect and i know that some of that is is you know kind of dreaming and uh, wish fulfillment because it's Apple they can they can do miracles and and all that and it may just turn out to be a watch, um, but we know that Apple has the capability to you know not only do things that are um, that that other companies are not able to do uh, because of scale and money and and manufacturing and talent, um, but Apple doesn't have a problem with saying, you know what, we really, we really looked at a watch and we thought it was a great idea. And we made, you know, 
50 different iterations and none of them were good enough. And so we came up with, you know, blank because Apple, they're in a position where they can say, you know, um, we think that, that, that this is the way to go. We think watches are, are a very nice, uh, you know, 19th century um, fad. And now um, we're going to do, you know, plasma hats or whatever, you know. So um, I think that kind of fuels as much of the interest as, you know, oh, what will Apple's watch look like? So it will be the I not watch. Yeah, maybe. The I, mean, I not watch. Let's do our break here and then we can go into what Apple okay. might do and the impact. All right. We've got Jeff Carlson. He's from Tidbits. Uh, Tidbits.com works with our friends, Josh Centers, and of course, Adam and Tanya Inkst. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right, General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right, that's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows you can't afford to wait so call 866-91-STEEL lock in your price now call 866-91-STEEL that's 866-917-8335 if you need to say happy birthday happy anniversary thank you or simply i'm thinking of you proflowers.com is the key proflowers has stunning bouquets like the best-selling 100 blooms for $19.99 Plus, Pro Flowers will include a glass vase for free. Sending someone a wonderful surprise of beautiful flowers sent fresh from the field is easy. Choose the bouquet you like, pick the delivery date, and each order is 100% guaranteed. Plus, all bouquets from Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last at least seven full days. Beautiful, fragrant flowers picked fresh and sent to your loved one for lasting enjoyment. To get this incredible savings and send someone 100 gorgeous blooms with a free vase for $19.99, 
Go to proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the top right corner, and enter code PLOW. That's proflowers.com. Click the mic and enter code PLOW. At 30dayfoodsupply.com, you can now purchase a -a one-of-a-kind product not available anywhere else. A meatless burger dry mix in four delicious flavors. With our new Oregon Trail Foods vegan burgers, all you do is add water and fry. They need no refrigeration. They're packaged in Mylar bags with an oxygen absorber for a long shelf life. They're non-GMO. They're gluten, soy, nut, and chemical-free, but they're loaded with flavor. And a good source of carbs and protein, yet low in sodium. Flavors include Italian, spicy Mexican, six vegetable and black bean olive go to 30dayfoodsupply.com or call 541-229-0010 and order today eat them every day take them camping or save them for an emergency check them out at 30dayfoodsupply.com and click on the vegan burger icon that's 30dayfoodsupply.com where all of our products are produced in oregon by oregon trail foods 30dayfoodsupply.com You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. This is Tech Night Owl Live, two more segments with Jeff Carlson. So Jeff says, maybe the iWatch will be the iNotWatch or not a watch. Regardless, what your predecessor on this week's episode suggested, Jeff Gamut, is that if Apple announces the product on September 9th, happy birthday to me, <laughs> they might say we won't ship it till early in 2015. Immediately, that stops the sales of all competing products, particularly if Apple's entrant in wearables is different and creates demand. That demand immediately stops Motorola and Samsung in their tracks, right? I think so, yeah. I, I read some speculation that totally makes sense that you know if they don't have anything ready to go right away, they would want to announce it because there would be all sorts of FCC testing and certification and things that needed to be done on, on a device like this. And rather than have all that stuff leak through the FCC, then that you know Apple would rather make it splash. I mean, that, that's what they did with the iPhone. The iPhone wasn't ready for months, but Apple wanted to say, all right, we have this thing and we think it's great and you can't have it yet. You're going to want it. You're going to really want it, but we still have to do all the regulatory stuff that we weren't you know, willing to do clandestinely. So absolutely, because... You know, okay, let's say something is going to cost $200. You know, like $200 is a good chunk of money. Are you going to say, hmm, well, geez, if I can't get, you know, an iWatch until February or March, and this looks really cool, are you going to go spend $200 on a Motorola something that, you know, probably won't talk as well to your iPhone or your iPad or your Mac? just to, you know, give it a spin. I think most people would say, oh, all right, well, Apple's thing looks so cool and it already works with all the things that I have. And that, that's a huge part of it is, is, is that, you know, it would be part of the Apple ecosystem and it would have the Apple spit and polish and it would have, 
you know, the, the Apple you know, communication and iCloud and all of that, um, I think most people would say, all right, well, I can hold off on that. Maybe I'll just go buy a cheap Timex if I need to, to keep track of time and wait for Apple's thing to come out rather than buy something from Motorola or Samsung that will probably end up in a drawer. And I don't really want to put $200 in a drawer. Okay. I see a point in that, especially because of FCC certification, because that process can take longer than September through November, which is the earliest they might get a product out. So mm-hmm. that also may mean that some of the industry analysts who are reporting this are correct. And we're just going to have to wait. We're just going to have to save our money. I mean, the, the, that's also the, the, the thing about Apple, because they might have, have done all of this. There is a mechanism for doing it uh, uh, secretly through the FCC. And I think um, Apple has, has taken advantage of that before. Um, I think there's just more risk, especially you know with more people trying to get the scoop and trying to f- scrutinizing every little last uh, Apple-related paper that comes out. It would be very much in, in Apple's uh, style to say, um, you know, maybe the you know, top version of whatever it is is going to be available in March, but you can also get this one right now. Because that's, that's also been part of the, of the Apple release um, magic, dare I say, is, you know, often uh, more with laptops and, and things like that. That Apple has said, you know, here's this thing, and uh, we think that you are going to love it so much, and you can walk out of this room and go to an Apple store and buy it, you know, which of course drives people insane because then, like, oh, I don't have to dream about it. I can just go buy it. I can, you know, plunk down money uh, without thinking about it, which is the, you know, the best way for Apple to to encourage people to give up their money and and just go do it. So. You know, I think realistically, there will probably be a delay between introduction and release. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if Apple had at least something that said, you know, and you can get this component of it today or tomorrow or next week. I don't know. (laughs) Guess as good as mine will know soon enough. We may know already if you're listening to the show after that. Okay, this is the danger of talking about things that are about to happen. Now, do you expect anything strange or unique about the iPhone, or is everything out there, 4.7-inch, 5.5-inch screens, thinner, maybe lighter, more powerful camera, maybe sapphire screens, although that's expensive. Mm -hmm. They're talking about NFC at long last. What's Mm -hmm. your take on all this? I am more uh, conservative in that I think that that if there is a bigger iPhone, that'll be the big deal um, in in terms of a, a larger screen. Judging from from what I've read about Apple uh, really pushing some sort of a mobile payment system, um, if if NFC is is integrated in it, that makes sense. I think. You still have um, the the problem of not as many, you know, uh, retailers having the 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 equipment to handle that, but that could all sort of flow fairly quickly. Remember, uh, also as an example of that, we had USB before 1998 introduction of the first iMac. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. 
And Apple said, here's USB instead of all these other crazy ports that we had before mm-hmm. on Macs. And within months, there were tons of USB products. Yeah. So suddenly Apple fueled an accessories market. Didn't work so well with Firewire. Thunderbolt still, well, a work in progress. Yeah. But, you know, Apple can bring an industry standard more mainstream. Right, right. Well, and actually, you know, you look at Thunderbolt and Firewire, uh, those are things that still fall into the still relatively small um, uh, niche of, of uh, Mac computers. Whereas you, if you have something with, with an iPhone where you know that there are going to be tens of millions of these sold and out there, that provides a lot of incentive for you know, retailers and, 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 and other people to adopt the technology because there's a very good chance that the person walking through your door is going to have one of these devices. I think that that also in in typical Apple fashion um, with NFC, they could very well say, you know, yes, this has been around for a while, um, but we think now is now the time is right. Um, or rather, the way Apple will put it is, there's this thing called NFC that no one's heard about that we're introducing, um, you know, because Apple likes to be dramatic like that. Well, um, yeah, but they can't say that because. And they can't say it's been explicitly out there. like right. Yeah. And Phil Schiller has already made a comment. Well, you know, the standards may not be unified, that kind of thing. So what they could say is we're bringing NFC into the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Now you won't have to worry about different standards. It's going to be this standard and we're sending it over to the industry so that everybody can adopt it. Yeah. Well, and, and also you have to consider um, who would be hearing the message. I would bet. Most of the people who are thinking of buying a phone, they don't know what NFC is, um, you know, or they might know that there's there's a way to do NFC functionality without you know putting a name to it. And so having Apple, uh, you know, give them the reason, like, okay, here's why you need this technology that we've now implemented, regardless of of whether it existed before. Um, you know, that's, that would be a good way to sell it. Um, I imagine that, that we'll probably see some uh, improvements to the camera just because they've been really aggressive about um, camera, um, you know, technology in the phone. Um, I'm hoping that everything has the, the iTouch sensor, um, which, you know, could also tie into the, um, uh, you know, all the security problems. Let's get into one more segment with Jeff Carlson of Tidbits. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. G-C-N. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 
25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE, 855-340-7283. Results will vary from case to case. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon heart and body extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB extract paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of HB extract. It's extremely effective and it starts working in just days. Visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores of testimonials from satisfied customers. And we've never increased our price in over 10 years. That makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it. A healthy heart is a happy heart. Call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Okay, so we're predicting sort of vaguely kind of what Apple <laughs> might do. Myself and Jeff Carlson from Tidbits trying to figure out what Apple is up to, what they'll be introducing. Now, so far, everything we say is predictable. The things we said about the 
iWatch, should there be an iWatch, seem to be more or less predictable. Different sizes, different price points. Obviously, Apple wants to make a fashion statement. We know about iOS 8 because it's been out there. Beta testers have had months to play with it. All the nooks and crannies have been explored. Is there anything left for Apple to do to amaze us there? Oh, that's a great question. I'm trying to think of, you know, like what sort of software software thing that, that they can introduce um, because everything that we're focusing on really is, is, is hardware with some variant of, of OS 10 backing it up, you know, OS 10 iOS, you know, I wonder if there might also be, you know, let's say a new version of, of uh, iMovie for iOS, maybe um, that's not as exciting. It's a hard know. question, isn't it? It is. It is. The, the, you know, I mean, in years past, you'd be like, oh, okay, their, their big software thing would be a new version of iLife or a new version of iWork. Um, I don't see those being big deals. They're, they're incremental changes that are they're, you know, being worked on. Um, and also, this is a mobile-focused event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I well, remember also here... Last year when the iPhone 5S was announced, and we knew there was going to be an A7, but it wasn't really clear it was going to be 64-bit and all this other stuff. So there are always things in the hardware that aren't really getting across because we're just getting photos. Mm -hmm. And photos don't imply what the features are internally. So there Mm -hmm. may be things in there we don't know about that will integrate better, say, with HealthKit or with the HomeKit. Right. That we don't understand. So that might be it. It's also possible, I suppose, that you know Apple might preview other technologies. But for example, when it comes to an Apple TV, that's diluting the message too much. Yeah. Anything else dilutes the message. So there may be software-related things to an iPhone, to the iWatch, and maybe there'll be an iWatch SDK. So the SDK can be used for developers mm-hmm. to bring out custom apps, things like that. I'm sure Apple will devise different excuses for being late to the party with a larger screen, but making it make sense. You see, now they couldn't get it right. We did. This is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the large screen question is is interesting because, like, they're definitely late to the party. And I think, you know, their their stance has always been, you know, you don't really need a bigger screen, you know, I would agree with that. But at the same time, it's very clear, like consumers want a bigger screen. Um, so, you know, people who, who are buying the bigger Android models, I think they're doing it because of the screen, not necessarily because of, you know, what operating system it runs on. So I'm sure they would propose it as, you know, we, we wanted to make sure we did this right. and you know, we think that that not only is not only do we have a big screen, we have you know the best screen of its class, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's funny. One of the, the the things looking forward to an event like this is, you know, our imaginations can go wild over all sorts of things, but it's also limiting to try to think of, okay, like, like, like what sort of radical new thing are they going to do that would be 
completely unexpected. You know, the phone, like maybe they figured out a good wireless charging technology. That would be great. You know, and it, it's just, it's just so hard to tell with Apple, which is what makes it interesting, but also, also frustrating. Well, Apple's specialty is to be frustrating. <laughs> they, Let's frustrate everybody. They excel at that, right. especially, especially from the uh, uh, you know news gathering side of the fence. Uh, very, very frustrating. Well, that's the whole point. That's why everybody watches them. And you have yeah. to think of it this way too: a lot of the leaks that we've seen with regard to the iPhone now, the increasing number of leaks with regard to the iWatch, a lot of that really comes from Apple or their yeah. PR team sent under background to certain reporters because that way instead of talking about nothing like the Seinfeld show mm -hmm. we can talk about something we can talk about what Apple is doing but Apple isn't revealing what they're doing so we take the rumors and the rumors seem to coalesce around specific things why is that because Apple is feeding it Apple is getting all that free publicity tens of millions of dollars of free publicity by not saying anything but they are saying something because that's how the stuff gets leaked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, doing like very selective leaks too. you know, um, uh, the New York Times just came out with something that that has a lot of, you know, a lot of detail uh, revealed by, you know, multiple sources who were not authorized to comment, et cetera. Um, and, you know, when you see something in the New York Times or Wall Street Journal, it really smells like, okay, Apple has fed them some, some information. Uh, this is definitely, you know, things to, to help stoke the interest and, and maybe, you know, uh, funnel the interest so that things aren't going too crazy. Um, because, you know, there's going to be people who are like, oh, yeah, they introduced the iWatch, but, you know, why didn't they, they introduce, uh, you know, magic leg bands or something like that? Um, so, you know, they, That's because you can't say it in one word. You can't say the <laughs> I magic leg band or something, or the cure for restless leg syndrome. Yeah, it's all too many, too many intercapped letters. Um, God, watch out about those intercapped letters. Yeah. So they, they, they are definitely, uh, you know, stoking interest while also, you know trying to manage expectations um and as you said just getting massive amounts of, of of free publicity that's how it works now looking farther here of course apple is kind of handicapped by intel without the new family of Broadwell chips, and they've been mm -hmm. doing these tiny, tiny upgrades. So are we going to see any new Mac stuff? They had a very minor iMac update with a cheaper model. The Mac Mini hasn't been updated in a while. We're going to see much about Macs other than Yosemite for the rest of this year? Oh, I would hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that the Mac Mini hasn't just completely died, even though it, you know, it sort of seems to have. Um, you know, I think... The technology is probably there to do a Retina, um, I, um, sorry, Retina MacBook Air, because I know that that would be that would be very popular. You know, refreshing the the 
the um, Mac Pro I, is probably not going to happen. Um, you know, I would I would love to see those kind of of you know like a big a big release, but at least you know in terms of as you said the the Intel's map and and delays and getting chips and things, it doesn't sound likely. It sounds more like Apple would be happy to just continue selling what they have, um, you know, with with minor minor increases like the the MacBook Pro bumps that came out uh, last month, I think. Yeah, um, the MacBook Pro with Retina display. We're just about out of time. Yeah. Jeff Carlson, please tell our listeners where they can find more of the things that you do. Uh, uh, go to tidbits.com or jeffcarlson.com. Those are the, the best ways to find all sorts of things. We have all sorts of things at technightowl.com. That's technightowl.com. On Twitter, we are technightowl. You can find stuff from us there, too. We also have another radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night called The Paracast. And this week, we're going back to the skeptical approach, a guy named Ben Radford, who explored mysterious New Mexico. All right? Go to Paracast.com. That's Paracast.com. Here on the Tech Night Out Live, Jeff Carlson, thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.